Hello, everybody. This is Ken Tucker with Changescape Web. Uh, today, we are joined by Sherry Suma with St. Louis Radon. Uh, welcome, Sherry. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to talk to you um, because I think, you know, Radon is is something that I, I don't think a lot of people know about. And, uh, and obviously, you know, there's some really critical issues uh, when it comes to, to radon. So first of all, um, let's start out by uh, just telling me a little bit about yourself and your company. So um, I am an engineer by trade. So my background is in geological engineering Wow. and I have a master's degree in civil engineering. I've kind of, my career's kind of run the gamut. Um, I started out by developing residential subdivisions. Um, from there, I've been a construction project manager for heavy highway jobs. And this opportunity came about to purchase this business about eight years ago. And I thought it would be a good fit with my engineering and construction background, but also something I could do to help families in our community. Because like you said, Ken, a lot of people still are unaware of the dangers of radon. So we do radon testing and mitigation in St. Louis and Illinois, um, St. Charles and the surrounding counties. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. So approximately, I mean, my understanding is that um, the St. Louis metro area is is got a lot of issues with radon, and I don't know if that's true across the country. Can you talk about maybe how many houses are impacted or, you know, the typical... Um, situation that you find in the St. Louis metro area? Sure. Um, so in the United States, one in 15 homes have elevated levels of radon. In our area in Missouri, it's one in three. So 33% of homes have elevated levels. That's wow. fairly significant. And when you get into Illinois, it's even higher. Over 40% of homes have elevated levels. So why is that? It's based on the geology. Okay. So radon comes from the breakdown of uranium. Okay. It's naturally occurring in rocks and soils underneath our home. So yeah, it's just based on the geology. Hmm. Okay. Wow. So can you talk a little bit more about what radon is and, and why homeowners should care about it and be aware of it? Sure. It's a colorless, odorless gas. Okay. You can't see it, taste it, or smell it, but it can be present at dangerous levels in the home. So it's everywhere. It's outside. It's just diluted by fresh air outside. And the reason it's a concern is because it's the leading cause of lung cancer in non-smokers. Um, so it's, it's, it's fairly prevalent. Lung, radon-induced lung cancer is the sixth leading cause of mortality in the United States. Really? Wow. That's amazing. So, I mean, and this has nothing to do with, you know, any of the issues you hold, hear about, like Coldwater Creek or anything like that. This is just naturally occurring based on the geology of our area, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. And the only way to know if you have elevated levels of radon is to test for it. Because like I said, you can't detect it. Um, and there's no symptoms that go along with being exposed to high levels of radon. The only symptoms are the symptoms that you would get if you develop lung cancer from it, unfortunately. Are there any other illnesses that, uh, or, or, or physical conditions that it also helps to cause? There have been studies about some things like um, throat cancer, Alzheimer's, COPD, things like that. But I don't really, there's not enough studies that I like to talk about it, honestly. Okay. All right. 
let's take a little bit of a step back. You talked about, you know, serving, um, you know, St. Louis Metro and the Illinois side. Uh, specifically, what areas do you serve? I mean, do you work in Jefferson County or Warren County, places like that? We serve St. Charles County, Jefferson County, St. Louis City, St. Louis County, and also Illinois in the Metro East. Okay. All right. We go about a hundred mile radius. Okay. Okay. Um, what's the best way for somebody to find out if they may have radon in their homes? The best way, and, and honestly, the only way to know is to test. Okay. Interestingly enough, you can't rely on even your next door neighbor's test results. They may have elevated levels of radon and you may not. And, and it doesn't really matter. So we measure radon in picocuries per liter. If your radon is four picocuries per liter or higher, the EPA suggests that you install a mitigation system. But you could have levels as high as 20 or, or 100, and your your next door neighbor may have lower levels. So you just need to do a radon test. Radon testing is fairly inexpensive. Um, typically, I'd say $130 to $200 for a test. But, you know, that's something okay. that could potentially save your life or, you know, somebody in your family, of course. Yeah. So, like, um, I, I, I'm just going to ask this question because I have no idea of the answer, but is there anything that you could put into your house that alerts you to the fact that you might have high radon levels like, you know, carbon monoxide detectors? Yes, that's a good question. There are consumer monitors that monitor continuously, just like a carbon monoxide detector. And, you know, carbon monoxide is also considered one of those silent killers. Right. Interestingly enough, we're required now to have a carbon monoxide detector in our home, you know, especially if they're during a real estate transaction, carbon monoxide only kills about 500 people a year in the United States. Yeah. And it's great that we protect ourselves from that, but we don't have those safety measures. They're not required for radon yet, especially there, there are some requirements in certain States, but there are no requirements in Missouri right now. When you say, one in three <clears throat> homes in Missouri and even higher or, or, you know, percentage in Illinois have potential radon problems. My question is, why isn't it a requirement to build in a mitigation system when you build the house? Well, it is in Illinois. It is a requirement. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's been a requirement in Illinois since 2013. Um, Missouri is a little bit behind behind the times when it comes to radon and, and hopefully we will, you know, get some legislation and a bill passed. I, I hope to see one in the next two or three years. Okay. So there is, there is actually legislation that's been drafted and it's in the process. Okay. All right. So how would that impact your business? It would, well, when Illinois got, they had a, of a radon Radon Awareness Act. They've actually been protecting their citizens since the late 1990s. The first bill they passed was to require radon mitigators and testers to be certified okay. and trained to test for radon. Um, but following that, they passed the Radon Awareness Act. When they passed that Radon Awareness Act, which basically required during a real estate transaction that you had to disclose if the house had been tested for radon what the levels were and if it had been mitigated, but more importantly, it required 
the seller to give the buyer an informational packet on what radon is similar to what we have in Missouri for lead. Okay. And uh, business increased by 37% pretty much overnight once that got passed. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. So, um, what, um, you, you mentioned, you know, the real estate transaction uh, on the Missouri side, how does, how does that work? I mean, is there anything that can be done or should be done or, or what do realtors or, or home buyers or sellers need to know about radon as a part of the real estate transaction? Well, as far as realtors go, I rely on them a lot, you know, to make their buyers aware of what radon is, because as we talked about earlier, there's still people that are, they're just unaware, right? Nice. Um, some of them never heard of radon. Some of them have heard of radon. They know it's dangerous, but they don't understand why. So I do a lot of education um, with realtors, I teach CE classes um, about four times a month lately. Um, I do lunch and learns. I do things to educate um, educators, administrators at schools, um, people in PTAs, those types of groups. Mm -hmm. So we do, we do a lot of education. But it's really important if realtors are familiar with radon that they pass that along to their clients because it's something that they, it's a good time in a real estate transaction to be educated on it. They can test for it during the home inspection period. Um, and it, it's just a great thing. And they can reach so many more customers than I could reach, you know, so many more families and, and educate them. Yeah. Do you work with home inspectors at all? Excuse me? Do you work with home inspectors at all? Home inspectors, yes, absolutely. Um, so home inspectors test for radon as well. Sometimes we do a lot of testing for home inspectors too during the transaction, or we can just do the the testing, you know, not as a one-off from the home inspection. You know, it doesn't have to be included in the home inspection. Um, in fact, it's great to have a, a radon professional doing the radon testing because they're more likely to be certified. Is it a requirement to be certified in Missouri? It's not. There, like I said, there are no there are no barriers to entry for radon testing or radon mitigation in Missouri, unfortunately. Okay. So you, yeah. you don't have to be trained. Um, if you are certified, of course, you have to be trained. You have to take continuing education classes every year. And you have to use certain equipment that is approved. Okay. So what about insurance? I mean, does insurance provide any, any benefit, uh, you know, for radon mitigation or does it help to reduce your potential homeowner's insurance costs? Typically radon mitigation systems don't fall under your homeowner's insurance policy. Um, okay. If you have health savings accounts, you can typically use those to install a mitigation system. Most hmm. people don't realize that, but they okay. can't since it's a health benefit. That's an awesome tip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. So if so, you have a thousand dollars on your health savings plan at the end of the year, yeah, <laughs> that's for radon. 
Wow. So, so is that about the cost of, uh, of a mitigation? A typical in Missouri, a typical radon mitigation system is 800 to 12 or $1,300 okay. in other parts of the country. It's higher than that, but okay. those are our, uh, that's a ballpark for Missouri. Okay. So if you're, let's say that you, you have a radon test done and it, it's good and you don't have, you don't have a radon problem now. Does that mean you're out of the woods that you never have to worry about getting tested or how frequently should you get tested for radon? I would assume it's, since it's dealing with geology, things break down over a period of time. So it's it's not a static one. Hey, I had it checked and I'm good. I don't have to worry about it again. Situation, right? You're exactly right. You should test for radon every two years at a minimum. Um, whether you have a mitigation system installed or not, if you have a system installed, you want to make sure that it's continuing to work properly. You should also test for radon, of course, during any real estate transaction, but anytime you make alterations to your house. So alterations would be installing new windows, new doors, a new HVAC system. Anytime you install a sump or any kind of basement drainage system or, or drainage channel around the inside perimeter of your basement, because um, wow. that can let radon in. Okay. Um, let's say the neighborhood behind you is doing some blasting. It might open up cracks that weren't there before. Wow. So the two years is kind of a catch-all because most people don't realize that those things that you might do to your home trigger you to test for radon. Um, yeah. A home addition, if you add an addition to your house. Wow. That would be another example of a time that you would need another test. Okay. So when you install a mitigation system, uh, is it common for people to get a, a monitor installed as well? It's not as common as I would like it to be. Okay. But yes, you should have a consumer monitor like we talked about earlier. And we actually sell those. But if, if you don't have one, um, again, you know, it's a good idea to test every two years. If you test for radon and your levels are below the 4.0, um, again, you should test every couple years, but radon can also be higher in the winter. Okay. So let's say you perform a test in the summer and, and testing shouldn't be done all year round. But let's say you test in the summer and your radon levels are borderline. So to me, that's anything over three. There's no magic number, right? So radon is radioactive. There is no safe level of radon. You want to be exposed to the lowest levels of radon over the shortest period of time. So let's say your radon levels are 3.5. I would recommend if you're testing in warmer months that you test again in December, January, February. Because, okay. it, you know, in Missouri, our winters are so long. You don't want to be exposed to high levels of radon half the year, right? Right. Yeah. So um, if you've gone through and done some energy efficiency work in your home and you've really focused on building an energy envelope, um, is that is that again, I know I realize things change over time, but is that a good measure to help pr potentially prevent radon? Again, assuming you're not making any additional changes. Not necessarily. OK, no. As a matter of fact, I would think maybe it makes it worse because now you've got more air that's contained within the home because you are being energy efficient. You're removing 
you know, the, the fresh air that's coming in. Uh, right. You know, anything you can ran through the windows. Right. Anything like you do that's going to make your house tighter could increase your radon levels. Okay. So we've we've lived in a crazy time in the real estate market here recently, where a lot of people have you know decided to forego uh, getting you know a home inspection. Um, I mean, just simply because you know it's been such a competitive market. Um, I assume that there are still things that people can do and can and should do if. If they didn't get an inspection, or they even decided to waive the the radon uh, inspection, um, how would people move forward with that? If they're in a real estate transaction, I, I would still test for radon. You know whether or not the buyer or whether or not the seller is going to pay for the mitigation system or not. It used to be up until about a year and a half ago, I would say ninety percent of sellers were paying for the radon mitigation system if the levels came back high because it was a health risk. Um, they're not anymore. I would say it's probably more like 25%. However, I see that changing back before the end of the year, right? Yeah. Um, but even if you're not, even if the seller's not going to pay, I mean, it's the least expensive home improvement that you can make to your house, a radon mitigation system, right? It's, yeah. it's something that's life-saving. There are other benefits to having a radon system. It pulls any kind of gas underneath your slab and vents it. You never know. There could be methane under there. You don't know what might be in the soil. It also pulls moisture from underneath your slab. So your basement's going to be drier. Um, it, it might reduce some odors in your basement. So there's a lot of benefits, but I would... if. If you know the seller's not going to pay for it, which you typically don't know that probably until the inspections period's over, I would test after you move in the house. Okay. Um, but I would, it's not really something that should only be done during a real estate transaction, right? Right. Um, it's just a good time to educate people. Right. And it's but a natural time. Sure. And, and it's kind of a natural time to do it. If you right. It's a natural time to do it. Yeah. Um, and if you buy a house that has elevated levels of radon and you don't mitigate it, you don't fix the problem, likely when you go to sell the house, that buyer is going to test and you're going to end up installing a radon mitigation system anyway. And then your family won't reap the benefits of breathing the fresh air. You know, yeah. we're in our homes so much more now than we used to be. Between working, years. <laughs> yeah, between working from home kids playing video games for countless hours in the basement. Um, we work out inside at home. It's, it's really critical that we know that we're breathing the cleanest air we can in our house. Yeah. So are basements typically worse if you have a basement and you spend a lot of time down there or does it really just not make that much difference? It does make a difference. Radon levels are highest in the basement because radon is a heavy gas. Okay. But radon is everywhere in your house. If you have a house that's on a slab, so radon emanates from the ground. That's why it's higher in your basement. But if you live on a, in a house that's on a slab, those high levels of radon are going to be in your main living space, right? And it's a common misconception that if you don't have a basement, you can't have a radon problem. But quite the opposite is true. Hmm. Okay. 
how so can you describe a little bit about the mitigation process sure so it's a venting system right so we cordial a hole in the basement slab excavate some material from underneath to create airflow we put a, a schedule 40 pvc pipe in it we seal it airtight that pipe goes to the outside of the house typically through the band board where we install an inline fan that creates the vacuum which pulls the gas from underneath the slab. That pipe vents above the roof line. It's something that works 24 hours a day. It's never turned off because radon is constantly being produced. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So uh, with you sharing the, the information about the health savings account, you know, I mean, it seems to me like um, you, it, you know, the next time you re up for, the level that you want to set aside in your account, you might as well just go ahead and get this taken care of. I mean, that just makes so much sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it's what, a 25, 25% cent discount? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Awesome. So, um, so Sherry, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, some of the struggles that your businesses has either dealt with and how you overcame those. Um, you know, or, or, you know, on the flip side, what have you done really well in terms of marketing that's helped you uh, grow your business? You know, during, when COVID started, we were nervous as a company, right? Because that we're always in people's house. We're only in people's houses, right? We're in our people's houses to test and to install the mitigation system. But it ended up being our, our last couple of years have been our best years. And I think part of that is because so many people, since you're in your house, they're more aware of the air they're breathing in their house. And they're, they're more concerned about that. So we've done really well the past couple of years. The thing that we've done recently that has really improved our business is just really upping the education that we're providing in the St. Louis area. Like I said, I started teaching CE classes um, this year, um, continuing education for realtors. And it's made a, a, a significant difference because I'm reaching more realtors than ever, ever before. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense. I mean, I, I do digital marketing for a living, but, but I, I do marketing overall, um, you know, and, and what you're doing is you're getting in front of, you know, your ideal referral sources or one of your ideal referral sources and giving them value in advance, uh, you know, and, and they don't even, they're not even involved in the transaction, you know, for you typically. I mean, that's, you know, that a realtor doesn't pay for this. It's, 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 you know, other parties that are paying for your services. So, uh, so they truly are a referral source and, and that's brilliant. You know, I mean, we always try to look for those levers that you can that you can take advantage of that is going to get you the most bang for the buck, and I think you've come across one of the very best for sure. Absolutely, and in the continuing education classes, of course, you have their undivided attention, right, for three hours. Yeah. Do you do any uh, any virtual training or any recorded training? I do. Um, okay. I haven't in probably six months. Okay. But during COVID, I did quite a bit. Okay. I also do lunch and learns, office meetings, um, you know, out, outside of the real estate world, we talk to HOAs, groups like that. Yeah. 
Okay. But yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of the amplification, you know, where you're talking to the people who get you in front of all of the other people that you need to be reaching. Absolutely. But, right. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant stuff. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, anything else that, uh, that you can think of that you want to share uh, today? If I could tell the listeners anything, it's radon-induced lung cancer is preventable, right? right? The only way to know that you have elevated levels of radon is to test. Yeah. And it's it's something that can be life-saving. It's more dangerous than most people think. But like I said, it's, it's preventable. So... Yeah. Well, absolutely. And, you know, like you said, I mean, with, with, there are so many reasons why we're spending more time in our homes than, than we have, you know, whether you decided to work from home, change careers, you have the ability and the flexibility to do that. Um, you know, it, it's just, uh, it, it's a really important thing to do. So thank you so much for sharing the wonderful information you have. And I, I love the tip about the health savings account. I hope everybody heard that and takes serious action on that because that's awesome i know when i had one i didn't know that <laughs> i'm glad you shared that that's a great idea so and you know it, it's a shame you know i would encourage everybody also to to help just promote that this is a real critical issue in in the st louis metro area and you know if you do ever talk with anybody in the legislature you ought to talk to them about you know getting missouri to step up and get better laws and and regulations in place Absolutely. All right. Well, Sherry, thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking with you. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. You too. Goodbye.